0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Out podcast. This week, it's all about five things you should give up right now. And uh, actually, uh, I was planning on starting this podcast late last year. And I, of course, didn't. I started it in May or June this year. Um, But what this episode was meant to be for the original podcast um, I think there's some great stuff in there I think that I think I recorded it about a year ago Pretty much to the day And uh, so some of the perspectives have changed since then But I think it's good to illustrate the way Maybe you can, you know, join the points and be like Oh, I see how he thinks differently about this certain thing now And I think there's so much in there that can help everyone so, sit back and enjoy a little throwback. This was the Thor Inside Out podcast, which is a thing. Hello, everyone. I want to discuss today a few things, as a matter of fact. I think that there's a few, few points I want to make, and I want to... And I want to repeat them, sorry, say them in an order that we need to stop doing as human beings, okay? Now, I want to just say, I'm going to list these um, first, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to dive a little detour into each one. <clears throat> I didn't mention already, my name's Sean Barnes, and I want to deliver value to everyone. Okay, there's five things that you need to give up right now that's going to change your life. And I'm going to list them and I'm going to go into it a bit more because I have experienced all of those, all of these, sorry. And I I want to say that these are all normal to feel, but to be able to combat them and to improve what you're doing is a game changer and it's actually life changing. Okay, so five things together. Let me list them: overthinking, fearing change, living in the past, negative self talk, and trying to please everyone. That's the five things. And. I want to go through them one by one because they all are very, very important. And in a weird way, they're actually all connected. Number one was overthinking. And the overthinking comes from insecurities, right? Like, and I'm going to give examples that are real life that I felt and I'm sure that whoever's listening has felt the same thing. Here's one. You need someone new. Particularly as it's uh, a friend as a a, a friend as a close friend or you're going on a date or something like that and you're trying to, to make a good impression. And you go away from it and you think... You go away on the, the, the time while you're out... And you're like... Mm, did, that, did I make a good impression? Or did I say something that could have offended them? Could I have done something differently? Should I reach out to them? Or here's another example... You are... Uh, you are going to send an email... And work, okay? You're just going to send an email... And you write the email. And well, I have a few rules I have around emails that I abide by all the time. Is okay, so say you're thinking from a rational standpoint, you're not emotionally like annoyed or or, or anything like that, you're just writing the email. Guys, every single one of us makes mistakes, and overthinking. Is not gonna stop you from making mistakes. All their thinking is actually gonna probably put you behind on what you're doing, and I did this for a very long time, and it was something simple. I was sending out a meeting agenda, an agenda for a freaking meeting. Who, who cares, right? So I, I used to send the, these out, and people used to say, "Oh, what's this meeting about? Like, I don't understand the agenda." It, basically, what you're trying to do by overthinking thinking is trying to reach everyone in a way that they're going to understand what you're doing and it doesn't matter how clear you put something on a t-cetator or how clearly you say something, the human mind is the most unbelievable thing because you're never going to be reach everyone and have everyone understand what you're talking about. Overthinking. Is is um is a big thing, and it can send you in crazy turmoil. I want to quickly dive into another point. I was uh, a few years ago, or a year, a couple of years ago. Uh, I was dating a a girl, um, and we were we were um going on many dates, and we were close. And I was overthinking. And, and, and overthinking in the sense that, do I need to tell her something? Do I need to make my intentions clear? Do, should I text her now? Should I call her? Or should I not do anything and let her come on Ness's knee? Uh, and none matter of fact, none of this matters. Uh, like it, uh, the thing is, overthinking is also it's an insecurity, but it's also because you're trying to control everything. And the truth is... There is very, very little that we can actually control. I can control my mindset. I can control what I do in a day. I can control what time I get up and work out and go to the office. But I can never control anybody else, how they perceive me, their opinions of me, how they approach their work, how... I can't change anything. And as I say, I can't control anything. The older thinking, I think, leads to trying to control things. Like, I older think with that situation because I was thinking, if I do this the right way, maybe things will work out and maybe she will want to be more than what we currently are, if that makes sense. As in a relationship comes to a new closeness the truth is don't try not to overthink as much as possible when you're procrastinating on anything i think a good trick is to say to yourself well what's the worst that can happen like if you they're procrastinating over whether to send a text message or send an email. Like, that's so trivial in the in the grand scheme of things. You know, I've uh, i been really honest with people to the point where I'm like, I don't even know if this person would ever want to talk to me again. But guess what? They do because if they feel strongly enough, they will that you as a, me as a friend, I have to be honest, I cannot not be honest, so overthinking is a big one and I want to come back to it a little bit later on because I do genuinely believe that that it, that it links to the others. And I can think of the way already that it links to fearing change, which is the second one. Now, let's talk about change. Change is really... It it can be very small, but it can be very big. Now, change, let's talk about an environmental change. Um, Almost four years ago, God, it does not feel like that long ago, but almost four years ago, I decided that I wanted a change. I was doing well at what I was doing, like, in terms of the profession, and I felt that I was going places and I was going to be successful in life. Now, success to me at that time was you know, sort of climbing the career ladder and, 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 you know, making a lot of money. Very, you know, selfish points. And by the way, if that's you, then I'm not saying selfish or that. I'm saying that that was my goal at the time. And I was so fast forward another year, another, yeah, another year, uh, I knew that I was moving to Canada, and this is the change that I'm talking about, That I was doing, at that point in my life, things were the best that they've ever been. Think about that, the best that they've ever been. My career was really skyrocketing, it was getting very, very good. Things were moving quickly and quickly, I won my most prestigious award, even to date, in twenty sixteen I won an award for the Toshona of the Year. So UK wide company, Torsana of the Year. That is incredible. And I'm so proud of that award. The the point I make is that award that I won, I had to give up everything the day after because I had to hand in my resignation before I was moving to Canada. This is the biggest life lesson, and I'm going to tell you why. Because that was the biggest change you could possibly do. It was like everything you've done in life, career-wise, friendship-wise, family-wise, is going to change. Everything. Because you're going to move to another country, and you know no one. You don't know the title, you don't know the environment, you don't know nothing. That is a really massive change. And I had tunnel vision when I went to do this. I wanted it so badly. And you know this is another podcast or another time, but the the reasons behind that are incredible but but listen the the fear and change part is because we don't know the outcome and going back to older thinking as we overthink something, we think that we can predict the outcome we can predict that that person likes us more or we get that deal that we're trying to get or, or whatever it is. But listen, the 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 theory and change is because it's unknown. Change is unknown. And I didn't know I had ten thousand dollars in that back pocket and one suitcase and moved across the Atlantic to Canada. No job. Money to last me for a set time. I didn't have much. But I did it anyway. And there was no fear. Because most of the time when we are fearing change, again, like the older thinking part, what is the worst that can happen? I moved to Canada. Does not mean I'm giving up? This is the thing. There's a false pretense in your head that says, I am giving all of this up. And I want to take the professional job out the, of out the window because I don't give a shit about a job. I don't care about a job. I care about relationships. I care about the people I have in my life. So, when you lose know a way, or when I lose a way, it was not about I'm getting these people up and I can never talk to them again. It was nothing to do with that. But it it was an opportunity to try it all again. Meet new people. Meet new friends. Do something that, that would change your life. My friends, change comes with uncertainty. You can do many things to reduce your risk of of it going wrong. But change is what keeps things exciting for me. So think about that. Change is literally the cause of the uncertainty that people don't like it. Now, the middle one is living in the past. Living in the past. Now, this is a a huge topic, living in the past. Because the past does, whether Tito like it or not, it dictates your outlook and your perception of the future. Allow me to explain. Living in the past, okay, I have uh, a condition called Maldita's Syndrome. And I was born with it. And I've had about 20 different alterations throughout earlier in my life. Some is thought as long as 10 hours long. And impacts that will still impact me for the rest of my life. And that is just a small portion of my past. Past is a very, very interesting thing. Because that's what shapes our mindsets. So living in the past is really seeing it in the way that you saw it before and not really looking to change it, i.e. you're in a relationship and it doesn't go well, maybe let's just say the other person you were dating was uh, abusive, abusive verbally and they made you think that you are not worth anything and that you're ugly and you can't date anybody else let's just use that as a, a ballpark example now living in the past is taking that and applying it to what you're doing now like why would I go on go on a dating app because I, I'm not worth anything I'm worthless and I shouldn't be I shouldn't be dating anyone because I'm ugly and you know same stuff like that everything that we do, right, and and this is not, this is moving forward, so we, we I was once told by a wise man um, that we are a product of our past experiences, to repeat that, we are a product of our past experiences. That is a powerful statement because everything in our lives everything leads us to where we are now and the way I am now is is because of my past. But any self self doubt, confidence issues, self esteem issues, we were not born to tell ourselves that we'd suck. Someone put that voice there. Someone did. Someone put that voice in your head that made you say, "I am not good enough." I don't know who that is. You're gonna have to figure out who that is. But living in the past is an important subject, and because because it is so important, I want and. Every single person listening to this right now needs to be self-aware. And the only way that you can be self-aware is living in your past again and understanding everything that happened. I'm talking, not your teenage years or the last five years, I'm talking from the very beginning for as far back as you can remember. And you're going to dig deep. And whether that's through writing a journal or a book or therapy or both or all of them, it doesn't matter. You, every single person, needs to do therapy. In my opinion, whether you think you're good or not, I thought I was absolutely fine before I moved to Canada, and then the demons come out, right? And you try and try. To, to understand yourself more and more. And as you do that, you do therapy, you do whatever. And... It's insane. It's absolutely insane that we, as human beings, as We are a product of our previous past experiences. So, my advice to you as you're living in the past, as you think you suck, as you think you're not good enough, as you can't get out your dead each day because you are the leader, you can't succeed, you need to stop living in the past and you need to understand what's happened and how you're going to get to where you need to get to. Because I'm telling you right now, everyone, you are good enough every single person is good enough and every single person has a unique gift to give to the world and you have to figure out what that gift is and you've got to figure out what your strength is and what you're passionate about and bring it to the world because nobody else is going to do it for you that was living in the past very much a lead on from that is negative self-talk, number four. Negative self-talk. Just that, that, that on its own leads into living in your past. The voice that I was telling you about, the negative voice, the negative doubter in your head that says that you can't do something, that is given to you by someone, someone has put that there, you're not good in a relationship with a girl, who put that voice there, someone put it there, an example would be like a a parent who neglected you and left you and doesn't care about you, because you have that strong feeling of love for them, but they don't want to know. Why else do you think you can't apply yourself in a relationship? That's only one example. So I implore you to, to go back and learn about yourself from the ground up. Because self-awareness is the game, everybody needs to be self-aware to be self-aware you need to know who you are once you know who you are the game changes so we need to get we need to we need to get to the point where we can say we know who we are and move forward the last one trying to please everyone that is a... That's a huge one. It's a very huge one. And I want to... to spend a few minutes on this. And I'm going to start off by saying it like this. You will... Never. And I'm telling you... Never. In any situation. In any place of work. Any friends list... Anything. You will never please everyone. That is... That is as simple as this statement gets. Trying to please everyone... Is where you're... Where you're already tripping up. Because you will never please... Everyone. Now. Doesn't mean you can't please some people. I... For trying to please everyone no I do what's right I do what I think is right in the situation i.e. if you're trying to settle an argument with two friends I don't give a shit as I like one more than the other and because I like that one more I'll just side with them no if I understand the story and I believe the one I don't really like as much is, is right I'll say that Whenever my friends ask me for advice, I will give them my honest opinion. And the, the thing is, honest opinion is, is the best way, is the only way. Because honesty is the, the key. Honesty is the variable, right? Everybody has to be honest. Be honest with yourselves and be honest with others. One thing that's been a common theme across all of the sides I just mentioned is negative self-talk, trying to please everyone, overthinking, um, all of these. Almost all of them are predicated on hearing other people, hearing other people. Why does it matter what someone else's opinion of you is? Why? That like you walk on the subway tomorrow and you've got your new shoes on and your new shirt, you've got a new bag and you're getting a new iPad on Wednesday or... Like, these things are just blocking out insecurities, right? Because you should be... Here's a good one for you. Why is people that have been through the most... And you can see on them, let's say they've got some, a massive burn mark on their face that would put most people down, but the people that need to deal with it are the people that have it. And guess what? They're the happiest fucking people you'll ever meet. And they're, they're, they are so self-empowered, they're so confident. That's because, that's because they know themselves. And by the way, living in the past and knowing who you are, in common terms of that, and the biggest word in all of this is accepting that is who you are. No one else's opinion matters. Pleasing everyone does not matter. Nobody's of should be able to get inside your head. And a wise guy always says, "Never value someone else's opinion more than your. Never value someone else's opinion of you or me more than you value your own opinion." So someone says, "Hey, Sean, you great job in that presentation today." I can't hear them. We well, shouldn't be able to hear them. Because your opinion of how you did that presentation is what matters most. You took the effort in, you prepared for freaking hours to make that presentation work and it went well, but other people saying it's a great job doesn't matter. It's nice to get a compliment, don't misunderstand this statement that it doesn't matter. That's the point I'm making, it does not matter what they think. So five points that we need to give up today. How can you give all of those things up? It's a great question. I am still doing that right now as we speak. I understand I'll never please everyone and I have to do what I believe is right. I've had some challenges with that and I'm still working through them as we speak. But just before we wrap up, overthinking, we should get that up because we can't control anything. You can word an email on point. To what you your knowledge is, and someone will read it differently. I can text you or say something to you that I can never control how you interpret that. I can't control what you do when you leave this room and do something. When we realize we can't control anything, is when you stop overthinking. A guy told me one time, "Don't think, just do. Do what you think is right. Don't overthink and say." You know, it's 5 forty one like it is right now on a Sunday night. I don't really want to go and do that because I wanna relax before I go back to work tomorrow and you know it's excuses, right? You know, we can do whatever we wanna do. And we need to stay up the overthinking. Fear and change. How can we get that up today? Get good at making changes and start small. I doubled down about a year ago on my self-development, I, well, maybe a year and a half, two years ago actually, I started going to therapy, and I was thrilled at the idea. And I'd been investing in that for a long time, and that has improved my life dramatically. I joined a Toastmasters group, which I'm now the president of, because I wanted to get better. Change. I've never been a leader before. I've never done public speaking before. I've never networked with people so regularly before. But guess what? What is going to happen is going to happen. Is you know yourself, like I know myself, I know I'm a fantastic person. And I know that anyone that meets me is lucky to meet me. Because that's my opinion of me. And that shows whenever. I speak to other people. So, fear and change, make change. That's how you That's how you give up. Make small changes and realise that it's not all bad. Think about what's the worst that can happen. If you lose house, what's the worst that can happen? You can lose money. Money is a materialistic thing which will never make you happy. Simple, right? So, fear and change because you're going to lose money or lose time. Who cares? We... We need to go through the process to understand that it's all freaking possible. Living in the past. Give it up now. And you can give it up by starting to deal with your past today. If you feel you have to go with dirty. If you feel that you have to know yourself better. Well you, can walk, you, can, you can take action right now. Right now. Well, you've got. A, you've got a smartphone, you have an iPhone or whatever, go in your pocket, find a therapist in your area and go and visit them for a consultation. If that's what you believe you have to do to understand yourself there, do it right now. Because that is how you're going to get there. Negative self-talk. Go to therapist therapist as well. Same as the last one. If there's negative self-talk, that you're not good enough and you can't do something, someone put that voice there and because you're not self-aware and you, if you do this, then you can't move forward. So, make that a priority. Trying to please everyone. That was the last section of this talk. The last section of this talk was... <coughs> excuse me. Was trying to please everyone. I... I'm telling you, I cannot stress this enough. You will never please everyone. And how you stop that today is by just doing what you feel is right. Do the right thing morally. Like the friend arguing that I was saying. Touch it from a moral perspective. Because as you do that, you're going to get people that don't like what you're saying or doing. But it doesn't matter. Do what's right, live and die by your own beliefs, man. This has been a powerful life lesson today about five things we should give up. And we should give up those things. If we can give up those things, the game changes. And I am going to say, mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. You have a choice when you wake up in the morning of how you feel about you, how you feel about what you're doing, and how much you love yourself. You have a choice. Make the right choice. Love yourself. Love who you are. Embrace it, play to your strengths, and you will win. Because if you're a good person, you come from the right with the right intent, you will always win. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Inside Out Podcast. Well there's some good things in there five things you should get up right now and it's the same shit that i spoke about the thor with a little bit of some perspective hope you enjoyed it you can always email me sean s-e-a-n sean at insideoutpodcast.com hit me up on facebook instagram and you can also go on the website insideoutpodcast.com thank you so, so much again for listening